0: A Florida man, a sex toy, genitalia, a bag of chips, a middle school teacher, paranormal activity. That pretty much sums up the stories in this episode of Weird AF News because it's Friday. And we do Florida Friday on Weird AF News. All the weird news from this week from the state of Florida, including one of our favorite counties, of course. A lot of nakedness involved in this particular episode. I mean, all the Florida Friday episodes have nakedness. This has some extra nakedness. You're going to love it. I'm Jonesy. Here we go. A Florida man exposed himself to the ladies and then asked a cop if he could urinate on him. A 44-year-old Florida man from Ocala was arrested by the sheriff after he was accused of exposing himself to a couple ladies in a parking lot. These Florida parking lots, man, not safe places. You don't know what's going to happen. Someone's going to poop on your shoe, expose themselves. Especially the Walmart parking lots. I wouldn't go to a Florida Walmart parking lot unless I was wearing like a suit of armor and had a sword. Then I would maybe feel safe. Uh, then someone would just electrocute you. So maybe that's not safe either. All right, I've gone on a tangent already. I apologize. It's Friday. I'm highly caffeinated. So it says here on Tuesday, the deputy responded to the Lowe's Home Improvement Store. Oh, a Lowe's parking lot. That's right below the Walmart parking lot. Uh, They responded to a reference to a suspicious person (laughs) in Florida. Like, that's... (laughs) We got a suspicious person. Yeah, in Florida, a suspicious person is naked, <laughs> wielding a blowtorch. Okay. Upon arrival, the deputy made contact with the two female victims who told the deputy that Christopher Todd Piscatelli. Piscatelli. <laughs> that's appropriate because he later in the story asks to urinate on the cop. Piscatelli. What did Pisatelli do? Well, he exposed himself to the two ladies in the parking lot of Lowe's. These poor girls are just there to buy some wood, you know. He's like, "You guys want some wood? I got wood for you." Now, of course, the Florida man doesn't flee the scene ever. Pisatelli was at the incident location when the deputy arrived. Probably had his uh, pants down still. While the deputy was speaking to the victims, Pisatelli then began walking away. That's how stupid Florida men are. It's like no, you're supposed to walk away before the police arrive, Pisatelli. What the hell's wrong with you? I think Pisatelli wants a mugshot. It's not his first. The deputy made contact with Pisatelli, attempted to detain him during the investigation. While the deputy spoke with Pisatelli, the deputy reported that Pisatelli asked if he could dump a bag of chips that he was holding on the deputy. <laughs> Can I dump my bag of chips on you? Can I get these bags, a a bag of chips on you? Yeah, I need to put the bag over my junk because you're here now. It says at that point, the deputy removed the bag of chips from his hands. And that's when Pisatelli asked if he could urinate on the deputy. (laughs) Well, at least he was polite. He asked first, (laughs) you know, it doesn't indicate whether the deputy took him up on that offer. I'm going to guess no, thank you. At this point, it says the deputy attempted to place Pisatelli in some handcuffs. Yeah, I'm going to guess the deputy didn't ask the Florida man if he can put the handcuffs on him. The deputy noted in the report that Pisatelli placed his hands behind his back in an effort to resist the deputy. Once he was handcuffed, Pisatelli began pulling away from the deputy and refused to walk toward the deputy's patrol vehicle. The deputy responded by bringing Pisatelli down to the ground on his stomach. Pisatelli began kicking with his legs. Uh, The report stated that those kicks struck the deputy in the hip area. Ooh, poor deputy got kicked in the hip. They got very specific in this article. Uh, The report also indicates that one of the victims says Pisatelli started a fire in the parking lot underneath a bucket. (laughs) It's a little odd. (laughs) Uh, The second victim said that uh, Pisatelli pulled down his pants to his underwear, exposed his organs, and showed his butt to her. Also showed his butt. Lit a fire and showed his butt. Wow, there's a lot going on in this Lowe's parking lot. I tell (laughs) you... Who needs pay-per-view? Just go to this Lowe's parking lot. Everything you need is there. A Florida woman was arrested after a biting fight over a sex toy. A biting fight? I've never heard of that term before, but I can imagine what it's like. A lot of Floridians involved in biting fights these days. St. Lucie County, Florida is where this wonderful behavior took place. A Florida lady is behind bars after a struggle over a sex toy went way too far. The deputies responded to a call in the morning, according to the report. A man told the deputies that he had an argument with a Florida woman named Chelsea White, 34 years old. What did they fight over? Well, it was an argument over a sex toy that he owned. He owned it. Okay. Maybe Chelsea wanted to take a bite out of the sex toy. The man said he asked White to return the toy. Oh, he lent it to her. <laughs> it's just, uh, Florida communities are very close. <laughs> Lending out sex toys to neighbors. Lovely, lovely. When can I get my dildo back, Chelsea? Chelsea, I need my dildo. The weekend's here. You know what I like to do on the weekend, girl. So the man, who is unnamed, says he asked Chelsea to return the sex toy, but she refused. The man claims he then grabbed a purse which contained the sex toy and began to struggle with her over the purse. He then claimed Florida Lady White began biting him after they fell on the couch. So he got a sex toy in their grip. They fall to the couch. She starts biting him. The confusion, the confusion. The victim says, uh, quote, he punched White to make her stop biting him. Uh, deputies say White suffered a bruised left cheek, uh, we assume is from the punch. Now, Chelsea has a certain side of the story. She claims the victim started it all and then she had to kick and bite him to get him away from her. The deputies say they determined that Chelsea was the primary aggressor after they heard both sides of the story and probably smelled her breath, I'd imagine. Chelsea was uh, charged with some battery and booked into the St. Lucie County Jail. St. Lucie County Jail, a place where I assume there isn't any sex toys. You have to make them. Those prison sex toys that they make. They're very inventive in prison, though. They, they make, like, knives out of popsicle sticks. I'm sure they make sex toys out of the various objects that they come across. Like, uh, maybe they tape, like, 25 sporks together. It's like, you want to play with my double-sided spork dough? <laughs> spork dough. Dill Want to play with my double-sided dill spork? Is that it, guys? Did I nail it? <laughs> I'm going to be selling double-sided dill sporks that say Weird AF News on it. Any takers? A Florida man blames paranormal activity for driving a car without tires. That's a very odd title. I love it. Can't get enough. When you... Combine Florida man with paranormal activities? Ooh, boy. Hitting the mother load. The article says, in general, it's a very poor idea to drive if your car is missing some tires. It's bad for your wheel. It tears up the roads. If you're missing more than one tire, it's the worst. But what if you've been cursed and need to escape to safety? Yeah, what if you're cursed? That's a reasonable excuse, right? Turns out, At least in Florida, it's not a reasonable excuse. The media reported that deputies pulled over a driver at 4 a.m. when they noticed his car was missing two tires. Uh, When the deputy asked about the damage to the vehicle, the driver stated someone had put a curse on him and that he hit a curb a little too hard. I'm very concerned with the curse part. I'm not sure if I believe in... Actual curses as part of the whole paranormal phenomenon. Like, if someone puts a curse on you using a spell from like a shaman, a witch doctor, perhaps. It's definitely a curse if you're born in Florida. I mean, I think that goes without saying. So, in a way, this guy is cursed. He's in Florida. Poor fella. So, back to the driver who says he believed he was cursed. He claimed he felt he only had two options after realizing that he was cursed. Try to make it home or set his car on fire and sleep in the median. (laughs) Sir, why is your car on fire and you're sleeping in the median? Because somebody put a curse on me. It's paranormal activity. It says here, for some reason, the officers didn't believe the Florida man's explanation. For some reason. What could that reason be? (sighs) Got me. Uh, The deputies asked the 29-year-old driver to submit to some sobriety tests because they believed that other kinds of spirits were involved in the situation. And uh, I believe they're probably right. That was a good hunch. Now, after they asked the Florida man to submit to the sobriety tests, things went downhill from there, it says. Well, things were already downhill. Uh, (laughs) But it says they went further downhill uh, because the man as he was trying to escape the evil spirit he tried to run away he he also spit on the deputies and threatened to attack them he kicked at them he actually tried to take one of the deputies tasers from its holster he screamed if you mess with me right now let me tell you something i'm going to break your head with a baseball bat i'm going to skin you alive it's very specific threat right there Did it hit you with a baseball bat and then skin you alive. The man was charged with a threat against public servants, and of course driving under the influence. Says here, hopefully this can serve as a lesson to everybody. If you've been cursed and are fleeing some obvious paranormal activity and you happen to destroy your tires in the process, do not keep driving. Instead, you should set your car on fire and sleep in the median. A Florida teacher was spotted completely naked in public. Um, This really isn't news, (laughs) to be honest with you. How many teachers in Florida are involved with some public nakedness and uh, genitalia fondling? So many, so many. Oh, the school system in Florida is just really pumping them out. Uh, This took place in a particular county in Florida. Can you guys guess the county? Come on now. You know the county. Pinellas! Come on, guys. Say it with me. Pinellas County! (laughs) I believe the angry Florida man is from Pinellas County. Love to hear from you, angry Florida man. Please call the show, 646-450-2012. Talking to you, angry Florida man. Back to the story. A Pinellas County middle school teacher was arrested Thursday. That was yesterday. The teacher was spotted in public completely naked. And not just naked, but committing... Acts of sex. Ooh, let's keep reading and find out what those sex acts were. I'm going to assume that they involve uh, being alone, these sex acts. Although in Florida, people might approach you when you're completely naked. I don't know what they want down there. Uh, Maybe another completely naked in public person sees you completely naked in public. Like maybe you're... You're completely naked coming from the Lowe's parking lot. They're completely naked coming from the Walmart parking lot, and then you guys just happen to be neighbors, and then you meet together on the sidewalk. That's a nightmare. I don't want to imagine it any further. We have Jesse Schroeder, who is listed on the Pinellas County Schools website as a social studies teacher at the Carwise Middle School. Well, good luck with your teaching career after this, Jesse. Jesse was spotted with his pants down outside a condominium complex This is according to an arrest report. Deputies say Schroeder was spotted by a neighbor while he was walking with no shirt and his pants pulled down towards his knees. The neighbors told the authorities that Schroeder's sexual organs were exposed as he walked around her parked vehicle. (laughs) That's very odd. Just thinking about rubbing up against the vehicle, maybe? This guy's got a parked vehicle fetish. That's what I chalk it up to. Schroeder then continued to expose himself as he was walking out of the parking lot from the neighbor. Heading towards an adjacent road and obviously looking for other more sexy parked vehicles. He then returned, though, and at that point he was completely nude, so he had somehow gotten rid of the pants. It's hard to walk when you're naked and your pants are down at your ankles. You can't get very far with that. Difficult to dry hump a parked car when you have those pants around your ankles. You know, you want to get up on it, get up on that bumper, you know. So the pants hinder that sort of activity. Now, in addition to rubbing his genitalia against the parked vehicle, authorities say Schroeder can be seen in a video uh, rubbing his genitalia on the railing of the condominium's stairs. <laughs> Just rubbing it on this railing. Wow, some of those railings, though, ooh, they're pretty sexy, <laughs> especially when they got a brand new paint job. Ooh, them sexy-ass railings. He then thrust his hips against a pillar of the apartment building. He's just trying to find the hardest thing to rub his genitals against. When the car doesn't work, he goes to the, to the railing, then to the pillar of the, vi- of the building. Now, when Schroeder was asked to explain his behavior, he told the authorities, quote, <laughs> his quote is, I cannot explain it. <laughs> Oh, that's the best explanation of all time. I cannot explain it. (laughs) This is Florida. I mean, who can explain anything? I cannot explain it. (laughs) Oh, oh, I love it. Hold that thought, Schroeder, Florida man. You can explain it to the judge just like that. That'll help your case, I'm sure. (laughs) I cannot explain it. When they asked the middle school, why would they hire such a maniac? The school was like, we cannot explain it. Actually, we can't explain it. There's really no quality individuals in our community. This is Pinellas County. Uh, we're just dealing with the community that we have here. This is the best we got for teachers. Yay. Hey, it's the weekend. Or maybe it just passed. Either way, I hope you had a nice one or you're having a nice one. Thank you to everyone who sent me Florida Friday articles. How nice of you to think of me. When you came across those naked stories, I appreciate you thinking of me and sending them on. It made my job easier, of course. You can always send me stuff to funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to call the show, the number 646-450-2012. I'm going to publish a few calls at the end of this outro. Stick around for that stuff. If you want to support the Weird AF News podcast that records five days a week inside a very small closet in Los Angeles, you can do so by joining the Patreon. How do you do that? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Or you can download the Patreon app. They have an app, and you just do a little search for Weird AF News. And I think this is the only one it comes up. So you can support the show by buying Jonesy a cup of coffee here and there. Why wouldn't you want to keep me completely caffeinated? You see what you get? You see the final output when I'm highly caffeinated? I'm about to have a heart attack. Uh, That's the other output of all this caffeine. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, sacrifices need to be made, guys. <laughs> oh, man, I have yet to OD on caffeine, though, so that's a, that's a possibility one of these days. Oh, imagine the headline. Podcaster overdoses on caffeine inside a closet. Oh, what a terrible ending. I think my mom would be so displeased if I ended my life like that. Oh, boy. Um, also, if you go to weirdavenues.com, if you don't want to join the Patreon, you can just make a one-time donation by buying jonesy a cup of coffee It says is a little banner there that says buy a cup of coffee just click on that and you can buy me one or two or ten whatever you feel like and then you never have to engage with me again so that's a thing all right anyways uh, i love y'all and i appreciate the time that you spend with me i hope i was entertaining and educational and i hope to i hope to hear from you and i hope you have a wonderful weekend all right take care of yourself be safe all right careful um hey
1: jonesy it's lily so do you think you're going to throw out a tantalizing detail like oh that time I screwed up a threesome in Jamaica plains mass and you're not going to say anything else about it or elaborate at all um like come on man you can't just you know you can't tantalize us like that tell the story man let us know what happened and good luck with your life man
2: Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael, how you doing? Hello, weirdos. Uh, Just a quick message today, Jonesy. Today, November 4th, Friday, is National Community Service Day. Um, So if you haven't done anything yet with your day, you could do a little community service. It's also National Candy Day. So maybe you could combine the two, do a little community service, pass out some candy. Maybe you've got some Halloween candy left over. Okay, and then to add to that, November 5th, tomorrow, Saturday, National Donut Day. So uh, enjoy a donut on Saturday. It's great to go to the donut shop on Saturday morning and bring home a box of donuts for the family, wife and kids. Jonesy, you can run to Dunkin' Donuts and get yourself a cup of coffee and a donut with some of that buy Jonesy a cup of coffee money. And, uh, Sunday, National Nachos Day. And, uh, if you buy some nachos and with your someone else, if you're with someone else, you can grab them away from them and say, Hey, don't eat those. Those are nachos. <laughs> the old stupid joke. Hands off. Those are nachos. Those are mine. All right, everyone. Today, National Candy Day, Saturday, National Donut Day, and Sunday, National Nachos Day. Eat up and enjoy. Everyone stay safe and healthy. Have a great weekend. And everyone, good luck with your life, man. Take care. Hey, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. And on Thursday's podcast, you stated right off the top you were feeling good and you said it was because you were high. (laughs) And I think maybe because of that, as you did the outro, you weren't quite comprehending uh, a statement that you made and the handle of one of your listeners who donated coffee to you. You enjoyed his Handle his account name and said that he sounded like a maybe a storybook character who might have a koala as his best friend, and you know at at the beginning it sounds true like maybe he's like a Peter Rabbit or a, a Peter Cottontail or maybe like a Teddy Ruxpin, um, but anyway the the account name and a person's name was Peter Tuggins. And I think maybe because you were being so earnest and giving thanks and praise and really being, uh, thankful for his donation to you, you just missed his name and, uh, the fact that he had, you know, trying to slip something by with his account name and his 13 year old boy humor, which of course is a bit clever. And I had a chuckle myself, but because you were being so, Thankful for his donation and that the fact that you were high, it slipped right by you and you didn't even realize that his name is something like, uh, oh, Peter North or Peter Dragon or Dick Johnson or something like that. Peter Tuggins. And you even caught a bit of it yourself when you read his comment that he said he hoped you would keep the humor coming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. So you kind of caught it halfway, but you didn't catch his handle name. Anyway, he uh, missed the censorship that you might have given if you'd caught it yourself. And he can feel happy that he got his name on the air. Ha, 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 ha. Some of us probably caught it and some of your listeners probably didn't. But anyhow, we had a joke or a laugh at your expense, and he can feel good about that. But anyway, you got your coffee, and that's what counts here is he supported you. All right. Well, you take care and everyone be safe and happy and healthy. And Jonesy, good luck with your life, man.
3: Hi there, Jonesy. This is Skeeter calling from Jacksonville, Florida, the largest city in these here contagious 48 states of the United States of America. I just checking in so you'd know that I was okay and I made it through the storm. All right. It's been kind of a tough month since uh hurricane Ian came through and, uh, blowed us all up down here uh we didn't have the kind of destruction that the other parts of the state had with like uh lots of devastation with houses blowing over and getting blown to pieces but we had a a shit ton of rain here we had lots of wind and we had some flooding and as a result i got uh three extra alligators now in my backyard menage what what Oh, backyard menagerie, my old lady says, not menagerie. Trois. It's a backyard menagerie that I keep here. I got some uh, strange and unusual creatures that I keep in my backyard menagerie. Uh, I got snakes and I got alligators, just two alligators that I normally keep. I got some snakes and I have one iguana, but, uh, because of the, uh, the storm and the cold, uh, the, the weather uh i keep one one iguana inside of a a heated aquarium and uh, because of the uh the all of the the wind and all the rain we don't have iguanas in my county because it's too warm here but the adjoining county does have iguanas uh it's too cold uh where i'm at because we're too far north But the adjoining county, they have iguanas. But because of all the water and such, uh, I have one extra iguanas right now that I'm keeping in my backyard menagerie. So it has to be in a heated habanero aquarium kind of thing where, you you know, you have a heat lamp in there. Because it gets too cold at night for iguanas. I mean, if they're too cold, like it gets down too cold at night, they'll fall right out of the tree. So it's like it's raining iguanas. So I got three extra alligators right now because the the ponds that they're in, uh, they just filled up so much that the alligators was just floating right out of the ponds that they're supposed to be in. Like if they had fences around the ponds, they just getting right out of their caged-in areas, their fenced-in areas. And they had alligators just in the streets. I mean, you could sing your alligators everywhere song, and that's really what it was like. I mean, they was in the streets, they was in people's backyards, they was getting in people's pools, they was getting everywhere. So like the the local uh sheriff and alligator catchers, they know me and that I can take cares of them. So I,
1: hi it's Abby again. I feel like I've been calling a lot, but I have some comments about the Ikea horror um, game. There's a, there's actually a book called a horror store by Grady Hendrix, um, and it's literally a horror book about Ikea, and, like, undeniably about Ikea. And so I wonder how they felt about that, because he's a pretty big horror author, and if they let that happen. Um, would recommend. It's actually absolutely terrifying. So I'm wondering if the game has anything to do with the book because it is, like, a survival in Ikea type thing. Um, which dumb, but it was really scary. Um, crap, I was going to say something else, and now I don't remember. Well, I guess that's it. Um, keep it weird. Have a good day. Bye.